Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm so excited that today is our last conversation on self-sabotage. It's been a good investment. It's been a good study. It's, it's been good to ask those hard questions to yourself. And it's been good to know that there's change that can come and that change is coming. And I'm not going to self-sabotage myself quite so unconsciously, intentionally. I'm asking the Lord to really bring up those moments to my consciousness so that that doesn't happen. I don't want to intentionally do that anymore. So I hope that each one of you are recognizing those areas. And I'm just going to throw out some areas of how people do things to actually cause the self-sabotaging. Of course, you know, one of the first and biggest ways is procrastination. That's always, you know, that's always a big one. We we all struggle with procrastination. There's a few kind of brain spaces that don't usually do too much, but we all have some. Another way of doing it is it, you just ignore it. Just ignore the problem and somehow or another it will magically just go away. You know people that are like that. Oh, everything's fine. It's going to be fine. And, you know, your house is burning down. Ah, you know, because they ignored the problem because their electrical box needed to be replaced and they ignored the problem. A lack of self-control. Now, that's probably a big one for a lot of people that we have a real lack of self-control when it comes to sabotaging. And we set ourselves up to sabotage in that way, in a self-control way. We set ourselves up. So, man, that's just a hard thing. You have to just keep working on it. Going to have to kind of ninja yourself when you feel like you're losing that self-control. Overindulgence. You know, sometimes we can take things in moderation, and then some things, some people, you cannot take in moderation. You know, you just cannot. You have to begin to to know what your overindulgence looks like. You know? We'll get to some of those overindulgent places there in just a minute. Comparing yourself to others. Well, so-and-so can do it much better than I can. I'm not that good. I can't do it. So, you know, we always get that cynicism there about ourselves and some of the things that we've talked about before just playing up straight up stress and anxiety just stress in your life is going to cause you to have a self-sabotaging behavior i mean it just does stress no matter what (laughs) makes you feel overwhelmed when you get to feeling overwhelmed well i feel overwhelmed so i'm going to just sit here longer until i feel more overwhelmed and you know the cycle just goes on and on 
lying to yourself. Oh, I can do that. It'll only take me 30 minutes to do that. When you know it's going to take you an hour and a half. Well, I thought. When you lie to yourself about what you're doing, you're getting caught in the devil's trap every single time. Did you know that's one of the biggest tools of how he makes our flesh activate and work? Is we lie to ourselves. Some people are better liars itself than others. Some people have done it so long and so much that it's hard for them to even see the truth. They really won't. So you can see how demons use this as a way to get you in there because you can believe that it's not my fault. I am not going to say I'm sorry. I am not going to do this. I am not going to do this. I deserve blah, blah, blah. I deserve this. I deserve the promotion. I deserve the raise. I deserve to have better working hours. I'm the one that deserves to get off first. I'm the one that deserves to have to come in late. Whatever, whatever it is that you think, you lie to yourself and that little lie begins to grow and grow and grow and it allows our flesh to have its way, which is is one of our biggest enemies is the flesh. I would love to blame everything on demons so that we can get rid of it, but demons, they poke our flesh. And we do know that the word says our flesh is supposed to be dead. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, the old man sometimes still kind of reeks a little bit. Um, when we get into self-criticism, we use that as a way of... Um, sabotaging ourselves and we decide to wallow around in our self-criticism and start getting out of it and doing something different how about taking on too many tasks some people use that as a way to self-sabotage here's another real good one martyrdom martyrdom oh, i will do it the undeserved sacrifices for the people that don't deserve it because you are the martyr and when you stay in that place you're going to self-sabotage all, all these different relationships and so that produces a, a way of isolation because you think people should respond in a certain way and they did not therefore you are being a you're taking on the martyr mantle which is causing you to isolate yourself away from people. And that isolation allows you to self-sabotage because he did not say, look, you need to be by yourself. You go off to yourself to pray and fast, and then you kind of come back to the people. You got to come back. I mean, Jesus, don't you know, Jesus probably many times felt like, I just want to go away and get away from all these people. But that's not the ministry that Jesus did. He went and spent time with the Father at certain times, and then he came, he came back. So isolation is not being alone with him. Sometimes the way we self-sabotage ourselves is staying in very toxic relationships that are not healthy. And that 
can be a whole week on of itself. <laughs> Sometimes we create such a chaotic environment because of our lack of dealing with things and the procrastination will create more of that kind of environment. And this is probably a big one coming up that a lot of people use. Your electronic habits will keep you from fulfilling and walking in the ways that God would have you to walk. And um, we come up with some very good reasons and excuses why we need to be on Facebook for 15 different reasons. Only you and the Father know about your electronic habits and what they need to change or, or not change. That's, it's an individual thing for, for each person. For each person. So you have to take a look at that to find out, is that stealing from me the times I need to be putting my energy into other things? Or am I using it to self-sabotage? Do I use it to make myself feel worse? Do I use it to compare myself to others? Do I use it to live into the fantasy pretend world of others? Do I use it to avoid, oh, you know, I'm doing all this research on something, but yet you're avoiding a relationship. So you're sabotaging that relationship, but yet it sounds honorable that you're doing all this research. You know, we are very, very tricky people. So I hope that this week has helped you to become more honest with yourself. And sometimes that's not not pretty. But it is a point of change. Being able to be more honest with you. When you can do that, then you can actually be honest enough with yourself before Christ. And Christ can be honest with you and deliver you and set you free. Because you come to Him with that honesty that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free thank you guys for listening i hope you guys have a very blessed week bye bye thank you soul lies is meant for information only it is not a substitute for counseling